A very warm welcome to the Carlton Podcast with no name here on SEN and the Overnight Crowd. Paul Sebastiani here with you. SEN's very own from SEN.com.au and the head of social media, Nick Negropontis. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whenever you are listening to this pod. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? I'm going good. We've won won eight games in a row. I think we're all going very well. Remember when we lost to Essendon? And they had won four games in a row. Yes. And they were on the path to finals. And we were three games away from West Coast. And we were one game away from probably sacking Michael Voss. Yes, I do. And blowing that. up the club for a, a fourth time in five years. I do remember that. What happened? Remember that? That was a while ago. Feels good now. I I am shocked. You know, do you know, <laughs> the last couple of weeks I've been going to the footy, I haven't sung the song. Really? Yeah, not because I don't want to, because it's not it's not out of, oh, you know, now they're doing it. I've just been so good. This is the best patch of form I've seen from the Carlton Football Club since I've since I've properly been watching. You know, you go from a kid. Yeah, it's a good and shout. And you kind of understand what it's all about. But once I think once you hit, for me it was probably once I hit 16 that I really started to understand what it was all about. I think. Probably every, everyone's the same. You, you kind of have a recollection, mm. a better recollection of everything. You start to understand the game a little bit more as well. And it has been a phenomenal turnaround. No, anybody who says, oh, where were you? Where, 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 where are you now? Where are you now? You said that well, they should have got rid of him, got rid of him. Mind you, that sacking the coach was never going to work. No. And the problem was if they had gone down that path, everyone had to go. Because if you make that call, everyone has to go. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I was looking at. So anyway, whatever. We we, we digress. But you're right. That kind of stuff. Best patch of form because we're both we're both in our twenties. We're both, we're both we both have Dang. been in the doldrums for all of the 21st century. I've never seen us win eight in a row. No. Eight, eight in a row, not eight and two. Forget about eight and two. Eight, eight in, a row. in a row. But the way we've done it, I haven't felt this good about the club since 2011. I'm so excited. But this this is what we all want, Pont. This yes. is what we all want, and this is what I keep. This is what I think we keep saying with regards to opinions on, and and we will get into the. Demons win because we did have a fantastic win. This is what I'm saying about, oh, you know, I kept receipts and, and, oh, you said this and you said that and you were wrong about this and you were right about that. At the end of the day, the only thing you and I want out of this podcast, the other stuff I do with Blue Abroad, what we do on overnights here on SEN as well, if you have biases, make them known so people understand, right? That That's the first thing. Agreed. Right. All we want is Carlton to be better. And well, we want the Carlton Football Club to win premierships. How you come across with trying to manifest that might come across as being harsh and being critical mm. and, and trying to be, you know, maybe being a little bit negative. You say you're the pessimist. Yes. That's okay. But also, I think a base level is we want the Carlton Football Club to not embarrass us. We want to be able to go to work. That's a start. Or go to school or go anywhere and be like, oh, so who, which footy team do you go for? And not have to go Carlton, comma, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We've had to do that our whole lives. Yes. I know. So it's nice. I will say this. And a very good friend of mine, he's a very good friend of Overnights as well. Yes. Rocco. That's not an Italian name. <laughs> he said, when Carlton's going badly, you know, after that Essendon loss and someone asks you, oh, who do you follow in the footy? Um, Carlton. Mm-hmm. Now if someone asks you, Pont, who do you follow in the footy? Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton. <laughs> and then they go, oh, they're going well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know how to respond to it yet. Bloody oath, they are going well. 
Like you got the Geelong fans, like especially the young ones, they've they've been good their whole life. They just go, yeah, yeah how good is it? How good are our fans though at the game in these moments? Well, they deserve it, you know. Oh, how mate. many the shit that we've been through. This this podcast is dedicated to the Carlton members and the Carlton fans who have stuck through thick and thin. I remember, and you remember that mm-hmm. game against Sheffield Obvious when we had sixteen people on the field, and we're getting flogged. No, they had 16 people on the field. So, yeah, they, they had 16 people on the field, yeah. And we were <laughs> God, getting remember flogged. remember that? Yeah. yeah. I'll All never right. forget that as long as I live. As long as oh. I live. And never, ever left early. Always signed up. Mm-hmm. Always stuck by them. I've left early. Oh, that's, that's better remember, than leave early. Remember, yeah. the, the last game we went to together, Carlton North in 2019, Liam, oh, Jones, Liam we, Jones landed on his no, head. Yeah, we, got, we lost by about 10 goals. Yeah, I, I think, left, I I left think, the three-quarter time. There, there, was, <laughs> there was a poignant moment this season, I think, in the Gold Coast game. We have not looked back since quarter time of the Gold Coast game. Which is so strange. I do, it was, it was, and I'll, I'll, I will do this. You can hear the sound effect. It was literally this. Yeah. That's what it's been since then. I don't know what changed from that quarter time, from quarter time of the Gold Coast game to now. Yeah. It has been a revelation. And an here, absolute revelation. Here we are playing them again. <laughs> which come we will get onto, which we will get onto. So, I, I look, and we can get into the nitty gritty of analytics and tactics and, and all that kind of stuff, which which does have a huge bearing on it. But I think there has been the mental application has been fantastic. The selflessness of the group has mm. been fantastic. You can't say it's personnel. We were at full strength oh, during no, the nine no, week no, loss. No, no, no. And this is why I don't like the idea of oh, you know, this plays out and that plays out. You can't win. Of course, you can win. We, yeah. Well, now we can. Absolutely, we can. Absolutely, we can. A little bit of buy-in. And I want to say, just before we move on to this Demons win, there's one man I'm so happy for. Mm-hmm. And he... Would you agree that he has not got the kudos in the last couple of weeks? Michael Voss. That's a good shout. He, seeing him, seeing him celebrate the way he did, and, and he knows, and I love that he said after the game, the job's not done. Job's not done. He knows. He's a premiership player, premiership captain. He knows mm-hmm. what it's all about. I was so happy seeing him up and about with all the players. Yeah. And the word buy-in, you can even say, even Len Villani, the sign holder. <laughs> even he, mate, he threw one of the, he threw the sign at the final sign. Everybody's just on board and that's what you need as a football club. When there's buy-in from all facets of the club, and I've got it on my screens over here on my phone. This is Arsenal. When you have passion and clarity on the field, you get energy from the fan base. And that's what's happening at the moment. That's the truth. True. Passion, clarity equals energy. Bang. Over to you, Pond. The yeah. Demons win. Whatever. Whatever you want to get into. It's a good shout because, like, the first thing Channel 7 showed after the win was Cripper celebrating, Sardi celebrating, all of these really, like, passionate, like, guttural, we oh, did yes. it. yes. And it's yes, not yes. just we did it. It's not just we qualified for finals. It's not just, you know, eight wins in a row. We we conquered a few demons, literally Ooh, and yes. figuratively, yes, on yes. Saturday night. Pardon the pun. And thank God for Caleb March. Thank God for the goal umpire. Forget Caleb Martin. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he touched it. Yeah. I don't think he knows whether he touched it. I don't think the goal umpire knows whether he touched it. Yes. But he thought he touched it, and that's mm. all that matters. Because at the end of the day, that win, it undid all of last year's mental demons. If I, we lose that game agree, yeah. on Christian Petrarca kicking a goal with forty seconds left, <laughs> all of a sudden it is, oh shit, here we go. Again. <laughs> it's funny how things turn around when you've got all the momentum. Yeah, and we needed that. Oh, we needed yeah. that win. Not, not that we needed that win. We could, we could have lost yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of given course. Given the circumstances in that last quarter, we needed to win that game. In the bigger picture. 
Yeah. The grand scheme of things as a group. It proved to them that they can do it. And yes. they get to learn from the mistakes of those hack kicks into the corridor, which yep. are some of the dumbest things I've seen all year. Yep. But they get to learn from it with four points in the back. Exactly. As opposed to last year where we had to learn from every single close loss while we were losing. What I have been very impressed with over the last couple of weeks is it seems to me that they are beginning to handle the pressure so well. Mm. And they're not – the way you have to handle pressure is by winning in those moments. Yeah, you need to reaffirm, reaffirm that what you're yeah. doing is working. Spot on. And I don't think they're feeling it. No. The pressure just – coming into these games, I haven't felt this – I haven't felt this overwhelming cloud come over my head. I think, oh, no, here we go again. It's Melbourne. Mm. For me, that win, and I said it to a few people after the game, that is the biggest and best home and away win I've been to or have watched as a Carlton fan for, yeah, I can't remember. It was brutal. It was a brutal game that was 50-50 the entire way. We didn't score for the last no. 17 minutes. And I want to say a big shout out. He was here before, but big shout out to Julian Marcus and, and the SEN app. Thank God for the SEN app. Brilliant call. By Donners. Lads. Donners. Our, our man Donners. Yeah, and Mar- Incredible oh, call. Salah's in the background. <laughs> is losing his mind. So Bloody S- good call SEN from app got a good workout uh, for me over the weekend. So um, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. So let's get into some individual performances. Let's let's get into it, Just quickly, because we've got a big show planned. We do have a big show We've got a few things we want to go through today, and this is the longest 11-minute intro of all time. But we want to recap the win. We want to go through, because the injury news that they just dropped quietly last night was pretty compelling in that it seems like we're getting everyone back before round 24. Yeah, they'll they'll all be fine. We'll get to that. I think they're going pretty conservative as well, but we'll get to that. One thing we want to get to on that is obviously if someone's coming in, who has to go out? And when you've won eight games in a row, it's hard to get players out. Very difficult. We want to go through all the out-of-contract players on our list, Mm -hmm. make a few decisions. Mm -hmm. I think we've seen enough at this point to make a few calls. Uh, That's a very fair Especially with Sam Thorpe returning to the VFL. Shout out to him for getting his first game back. That's a surprise. It was was a surprise. He was ruled out for the year, was he not? He was. Um, And then maybe we'll look ahead at the Suns game. Maybe not. We wanted this to be a bit more of a big picture one. Yep. Like it. We've chatted through most of the D stuff, but is there was mm. there any performance, anyone in particular you wanted to shout oh, out? I thought George Hewitt was phenomenal. I thought he had his best game for the club by far. I thought Nick Newman did as well. Uh, yeah, I love George Hewitt. I think he's a better midfielder in that role than what Matt Kennedy is. Okay. Although I do love Matt Kennedy. Uh, I thought his poise under pressure in those moments late in the game was phenomenal. The way he read the ball off the pack, the way he... Um, drew and hedged the handball mm. as well to, to ensure that he was handballing to people in space. I thought he was big. Uh, again, Newman, fantastic. Love what Cripps is doing. Love what Patrick Cripps His is doing. first five minutes of the last quarter, oh, he won us the game. Oh, him and Dow combining through yep. the middle, fantastic stuff. That's what we've always wanted to see. Paddy Dow's best game for the club? Tough to disagree with that. Tackling as well. Seven yep. tackles too. That's a big thing for him. Uh, I loved his game. I thought Brody Kemp was fantastic. Brody Kemp was awesome. Best game for the club as well. He is he is growing really quickly <laughs> into is. that role. He is. Uh, shall we mention Zach Fisher, who has rejigged his career yeah. and rejigged his position on the field? Is, is a, he played sort of a half backish role against uh, St Kilda, yep. and then he kind of slotted up as a he was almost like a secondary winger for moments in that game. It was strange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it, it's, it's the ultimate conundrum with Zach Fisher. They n- never seem to know what to do with him. <laughs> so I liked him as that pure halfback, and then obviously they yeah. didn't, didn't quite use him there. Mm. Does he keep his spot? Does Does Jordan Boyd force him out? Well, what do they do there? 
It feels like one versus one for that spot. Yeah, no, I'd stay with Fisher. He's stay just got Fisher. a few more tricks up his sleeve, I think. Yeah. Boyd was best on ground in the VFL, I thought. Boyd is better defensively one on one. That's not even an argument. Yeah. But I think we've got enough I think we've got enough defensive stock back there mm. to not worry about Fisher having to deal with that. But he's had some nice moments, some smothers and some you know, just yeah. some knock ons as well. Paddy Dow. Yeah. I think brilliant. Like this game. Really like this game. What Dow and yeah. Hewitt have proven, obviously they've been in and out of the team this year. Mm, mm. I think we have seven pure on ballers who would all be getting games at most other clubs. Yeah. Paddy yeah. Dow would have played all every game for Geelong this year. George Hewitt would have played every game for Geelong this year. And both of them might have been their second or third best midfielder across mm, the entire mm, year. Mm, mm. But because of our depth, it makes it hard. Like Hewitt, Dow, Kennedy, these guys can't really play elsewhere outside of the center square. And then yeah. you've got guys like Chera, obviously Cripps and Walsh, who you yeah. want to have in there. Chera and Walsh can probably play elsewhere, but mm. you wouldn't really want to sacrifice them to play them elsewhere. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a stat this week. Adam Chera, his last 28 clearances have all been effective. I did see that. That is an incredible stat. They all went to a teammate. Or they yeah. All, yeah, that's, that's, all that's crazy. So it's hard. Like, we'll get to the team selection in, we will. in a bit. We will, yeah, we will. But there's, there's going to be a tipping point, and I – I hope that these. I hope Paddy Dow stays uh, at the Carlton Football Club because, okay. from enough. a depth perspective, yeah, it's bloody handy when you're yeah, in this yeah, yeah, exact yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, but if he wants to go and explore his options, like he's got every right. Oh, to. of course, naturally. I think from a, a, a selfish Carlton supporter and a yeah. selfish Carlton member, I'd be saying, no, no, we want to keep guys like that on mm. the list because we know it's probably not going to be part of a starting twenty-two every week when it's up and about. But he can definitely be cover. But I don't think he would want that for his career. No. he want to push into that, obviously. I mean, he could hold his spot. I don't think he will hold his spot in the team. But there's an argument to be made either way with a lot of positions on the list at the moment. Big shout-out to Tom DeConing, who I thought really, really outdid uh, Max Gorn in the second half. He has these games, Tom, where yeah. like he had that last year against yeah. Sean Darcy where he just he just smothered him. Just consistency now yeah. with the young man as well. How was he, 23, 24 years once, old? Once he's got cricket bats for hands. <laughs> once, once he sorts that out. He's going to be an elite footballer. <laughs> he's got cricket bats for hands. He just can't. He's got Sean Hans, Sean someone, Hampson syndrome at the moment. Said to me, he has donuts for hands. No, he's got Sean, Sean Hampson syndrome. Sean, oh God, yeah, Sean Hans, Hampson gets syndrome, hands to yeah. every ball. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. hold it. He, he that first half, I was just waiting for him to clunk a few, and it's, you know, yeah, you know, you're messaging people. Oh, Tom DeConey, God, he needs to take a mark, yeah. and yeah, it, very interesting. All right, like what I saw though, he really built into the game, and he's you know what I've noticed, his ground ball gets a high. Yeah, he has an impact around the ground. Big for a ruckman. Mm. Big for a ruckman. Any other names that popped up for you? Yeah, no, I think that was. I think that was. They Jack were the Martin, ones. another strong performance. I thought. Well, Martin just gets the job done. I loved his set shot. It was perfect. Ah, oh, dearie me, the camera <laughs> angle was perfect for it as well, and he slotted it straight over the goal umpire's head. Adam yep. Sard. I actually just wanted to raise Lockie Fogarty's best game for the club. Yeah, I think he's earned a little signature on the dotted line. No question. Which we'll yes. get into that very shortly. Uh, I was – Michael Voss has this beautiful scenario now where he has three players in a similar mould that can just hurt opposition. Newman, Doherty, Saad. Yep. So it came to fruition this game. Now, I want to shout out Pommy and Oz, uh, Dan Williams, who he's, he is he's – not, he's not known in mainstream media and all that, but let me tell you, this man, he is one of the best tactical analysts of the game I've ever seen. Yep. Man is a genius, and I was looking the way I was looking at the way Michael Voss sets up when opposition has the ball, and Pommy confirmed it as well on his analysis. He said 
Michael, well, I don't know if he, he's, they're trying to set up a trap. So they block the corridor off clear. That's that's what all the best teams do. You know, you block the corridor off, you force teams wide, yada, yada, yada. But what we did so well was when we forced teams wide and when we forced, uh, when they forced, I can't remember who went to Newman. Someone went to Newman. And the problem is when you go to Newman, that means Sard and Doherty can now start playing the attacking role. I think Newman went to Pickett. It was something like that. And then Newman started to... Not, not that his output started to dwindle away, but it was it meant that, okay, oh, now Doherty's off the chain. Now Saad's off the chain. Good luck. Mm. And the way we play, we play such a high press up the ground. Those blokes are getting into such attacking positions that they're going to hurt you going the other way. So those those players there, add in Zach Fisher as well, who can now float across halfback too. It feels like they've made a philosophical call that if you're playing in our team, you have to be able to hurt teams when you have the oh, ball Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it should be. I mean, I think that's always the philosophy. That's always the mantra. But like, Especially in that role. Of course, but you take out Lewis Young. You take out a guy oh, like Lockie Plowman. You take out, oh, who else is there? Even like at this stage of his career, Cowan, who's obviously still yeah, learning. Yeah, yeah, He's in the first, first stage what, of his career. He, when he gets going. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> a, he was really good in the BFL Ooh. as well. But I think the, the idea... With this Carlton backline, is you're not going to slow. You're not going to stop everything when you get the ball. No, 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 no. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. every single forward has to be accountable. Otherwise, as you said, Three. Newman will get off the hook. Yeah. Doherty, Saad, mm. uh, hopefully Zach Williams next year when he gets mm. back in. Fisher and Boyd can both hurt. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, I, I really, and then you look at the same thing across our half, half forward line. You don't have guys like, again, I love Durden. Mm, mm. Uh, uh, Josh Honey's had his chances. Well, it's tough to see those two blokes getting back in this team. What they don't do enough of is one, they don't get enough of the ball, and Correct. two, when they get the ball, um, you know, they don't get it often enough to hurt you. Exactly. Whereas you can't just let Fogarty run around because he'll get twenty. Correct. Same with Martin. Same with Cunningham. Yep. So we've got players that the opposition team they're playing roles and they mm-hmm. have to worry about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge difference from the start of the year where we had five yeah. or six guys. Who you just didn't have to worry about. I agree with that. Yeah, completely agree with that. And that's it's it, what what's funny is that you have a situation where and we said it a couple of weeks ago. The the flaw of the playing group from a standard perspective has increased. I think the ceiling mm-hmm. has always been there with those talented folk. You know, Charlie Kerno, Cripps, Chera, uh, Mackay, all those blokes have that incredible level of talent. But it's always the flaw that's been our problem. And you know, Motlop was. You know, I mean, he only had the six touches, but he had some, you know, he had some tackles. He had some, he had some, some okay moments as well. Always, you look at his numbers again, but he's kicked two goals, two very important goals too. He was fantastic. Yeah, you know, he kicked that massive goal in the last quarter, so he, he took his moment. That's what you have to be as a small forward too. And he's very quickly becoming a guy who can probably lock in for 25, yeah. 30 goals a year. Yeah, 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 mate. I completely agree. He's turned into more of a goal scoring forward now than which is what we needed. You know, you've got Fogarty and Martin and Cunningham bringing this amazing defensive pressure across half forward, which mm. has allowed uh, always to become you know the pure goal scoring small forward. So it's very, very exciting, Pont. Very, very exciting. Like I said, I think this is for, for me. This is the biggest home and away victory I have seen. And I think being a part of, uh, well, since I can remember, really being mm. ingrained in, in, in Aussie rules in footy. Especially because it kind of locks us into the top eight. Yeah. Home, well, it's a home final now. Pretty much. Yeah. It's a home final. We, ba- we this, yeah. Especially because the, yeah, the Bulldogs losing. Yep. The Geelong are on shaky ground. So. If St Kilda fall, uh, doesn't, yes. doesn't beat Geelong this week, so Saint, we're in. If St Kilda loses and Adelaide beats Sydney. We're in. And we beat the Suns, it's a home final for Carlton. Which is crazy. At the G. 
Well, that was at the start of the year on on air, and and on other various podcasts and other various things that we do and other various things that I'm part of. That for me, that was a pass mark. Top six had to be it. Yeah, I, at the yeah, bare minimum, fair. it had to be a home final. So I'm content. Now it's all about okay. When you make finals, what's the next step? Mm. Flags. And we've got it. We've got two weeks left. Yep. We've got all this momentum, and we can't lose it. No, no, no. If no. you look at the teams around us, Geelong, Bulldogs, St Kilda, Adelaide, the only team in the eight right now in the bottom half of the eight that has any momentum is Sydney. Yeah. Everyone else is cooked. Yeah. Yeah. And if we can continue with this run and get these players yep. back into our team, I've, yeah, I agree with yeah, that. If we if we played to be. if we played Sydney here, I think we'd, we'd deal with them pretty. Which is interesting because the last time we played them was an awful game. Yeah, oh, it was shocking. Oh, it was deplorable to watch. It was shocking in that last quarter against Sydney at the SCG. Uh, any other names that you wanted to mention? I think you know. I think I think we're I think we're okay. I think it's time to talk about the injury list. Okay, let's get into it. So, I think they're taking a very conservative approach. So Mackay. Well, Tom 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 Brown Tom Brown Tom Brown reckons he's going to play this week. Same with Jack Silvani. Good ins. Good ins. But who goes out? That's the question. Well, if Sylvanas coming in, Pitnet goes out. I think De Koning has won the right to be the number one ruck in the last few weeks. And because Harry Mackay is playing, you can't play the two rucks, Jack, Charlie, and Harry. I think, yes, I, I like the argument around Sylvani and Pitnet. I think Sylvani clearly brings a lot more to the table than what Pitnet does from a positional point of Pitt, view. Pitt looks pretty cooked. He's not having any yeah, impact around the, the ground. The, yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's got that. Strapped up like a mummy, which is is a shame because his ruck work yeah. is still elite. It is. He was a big yeah. part of why Gorn and Grundy had yeah. no influence. Physically wore Grundy, uh, physically wore Gorn down as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I might get onto the. Will I get onto the changes? I think could happen when these guys do come back. Yeah, let's go through. I reckon we go through okay. one by one. So, so Mackay. Sorry. So let's start with. I think the obvious one is Pidnet out, Silvani in. Yes. Okay. That's a tick. That's one. Harry, for Motlop. Agree. That's, That's the it. one. You can't Fogarty, Cunningham, and Martin, they're locks. Yep. Untouchable. Yes, you can sub them out yep. of a game. Always is your small. Always is your small. And you've and got enough you've got enough defensive pressure there and, and tackle pressure there with those players. Not like Jack doesn't put any on. Nope. That's it. Jack Jack Silvani's a great pressure. Motlop player. will be the unlucky one for mine. Which is a shame, but he was a late in when he well, came in. He took his opportunity. That's it. And now at full strength. Yep. When McGovern is back, what do we do? I think he'll come in for March Bank. I agree. Yeah, as much as I haven't minded March, I just McGovern's. Just There's a, a few. Moments, McGovern's just a better football. There's been a few moments where March, Marchy has like the pressure has come, and, shaky, and he's been shaky, yeah. real shaky. He's missed a lot of football. That's he has. Yeah, but I'd be, I'd be. It, for, for me, it's going to be McGovern back I, in, and I'm happy with that. And I wouldn't play the four bigs in defense. Okay, right, I don't think right, there's a real. Okay. I don't yeah, think there's a point. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you lose team balance there as well. Ag- agree. Yeah, you got enough intercepts there too. I think um, we've we've both already said Fisher over Boyd. Uh, for the time being, yes, but it could be if Doherty has that little corky, they might bring Boyd in for Doherty, but that's mm. not a long term. That's obviously going to be a short term replacement if they go down that path. Now, the hard one: Walsh and Chera. Uh, Two players Walsh, have to come. Walsh in. for Dow and Chera for I think Cottrell might miss. No, I know. I love Can't. Matt Cottrell, but who do you take out? That's the problem. I think it's Hollands. Okay, yeah, it, it'll be one of those two. It'll I, be one of those two. Look, I, I I keep getting messages like, oh, yeah. Matt Cottrell, he doesn't do a lot. He doesn't do a lot. Like, please, please watch the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It's a fair point. The, it's a fair point. The work Matt Cottrell does up yeah. and down the ground. I know yeah. Hollands does the same. Yeah, and yeah, Hollands yeah. was that, that little underground handball. Oh, it's always sensational. Quarter, just, 
about the kick to Martin? Yeah. The set shot. Hollands is a, yeah. he's going to be a freak. Yep. He's going to be a running freak who hits targets all yep. game. Yep. But right now you have to make some tough selection yep. calls, and I'd rather have Cottrell in the 22 playing that wing half-forward role. Mm. And that's the other thing. Once we have everyone back in, I think you'll see a bit of Walsh on the wing as well, just because of, yeah. of team balance. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, um, I do like Walsh playing that high half-forward role. I think he, he operates really you'd well. Almost, that's what Cottrell can do. You'd almost put Walsh into Cottrell's role and Cottrell yes. into Holland's role. I think that's, oh, yeah, okay. that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, almost yeah. what yeah, you yeah, would okay. do. Yeah, 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 I like that. I like Which that. Which is, I think, an upgrade in both spots. There's options there. I, I don't think it's... Don't overthink it too much, but no. you do have to. There are arguments to be made both ways. And yeah, Dow is the unlucky one. He will be is, the unlucky one. It's a one. shame because you're not dropping Hewitt. But you're getting a 5 to 10% output increase with Chera. Walsh and Chera coming in. That's, it's not even a, for no. me, it's not even an argument. It's not an argument. Chera was our, he's our, he's been our best player this year. Correct. Outside of Charlie. Agree. Agree. All right, so, very good. Well, there we go. We agreed on all of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think. I don't think there's a lot of conjecture around that, mm. to be honest. And I'd, I'd be, be surprised stiff. if there was. Yeah, right. well, he will be stiff. He's, be, be stiff. he's been stiff for 18 months, mm. the young fellas. But is. that's just how it is. You, you you need to have quality operating through there in, in all positions in, on the park. And then Matt Kennedy, I think he's either the sub or he's the one you hold over just in case. Yeah, potentially. Yank, he's not coming in over Hewitt. And I wouldn't be playing him over the likes no. of Cottrell no. or those half forwards no. because they no. play a very specific no. role. He'll, he'll be the unlucky one too. Yeah. Hewitt's back in form. He won't get in. I think Kennedy's if if we're perfect role, perfect situation for the first final. Kennedy's the sub. I like that. With yeah. and he just takes off yeah. Hewitt or Cunningham or Dow or, someone. or Dow or Dow or Dow the sub. There's um, beautiful. There's options. We've got options, which is nice. Yep, for a change. It's and the thing is, it's not as though if someone comes out, we're bringing in players where you look at the team selection and you're like, oh, they're all in good VFL form. Yep, and the only one that makes the shoulders drop when he gets picked as sub, which said Kerno. <laughs> but I think he's needed to be picked I agree. just because of yep. situation. Yep. No, like, I agree with that. You need that guy who can play yep. either the running role or the inside role and everyone yeah. else is injured. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. But shout out to the VFL boys. Yeah, they're in the eight now. Big win against Got Casey. The they had to win yeah, that game. Correct. Gold Coast away is yep. the hardest. Yep. In the they VFL. The VFL. In the v- yeah, in the VFL is the hardest trip in footy. Um, shout out, Jack Carroll was awesome. Yep, he looks like an adult footballer now. Yep, which is which is great. Uh, Boyd was best on ground. Mm-hmm. Kicked a goal too. Kicked a goal. Yep. I really like O'Keefe and Lemmy. I think they've yeah, both O'Keefe, got. Yeah, they've yeah. both got a little something that I would persist yeah. with for a few I more like, years. I really like Lemmy, and O'Keefe has developed a lot faster than I expected. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, who else was good? Bins was okay again. Bin, Bins just does it every week. Yeah, now. I, I, I would like for us to be in a position where. If we finish fifth, if if we win this weekend against Gold Coast, I think that there's a there's a chance that even if we lose the last game, we're locked into fifth or sixth. Yeah, so you you won't miss a home final. We're locked into fifth, mm. so you can maybe flick around positions and bring in bins for debut. That'd be nice. That would be nice. I think I think you might have to wait till next year at this point. I, Could be that. I was, that's okay. I was certain we were that's going okay. to, we were going to be in a position where we're fourteenth on the ladder and bins has yep. played four games by now, but that's just not <laughs> that's not where we are. No, thank goodness. Um, Contracts or yeah, let's get into that. Right, I'm just checking the that. VFL thing to see if I've missed anyone who was who, who was good. Uh, Cowan was good. Yep. Sam Durden was very good. Yep. I think he's probably gone past Lewis Young in my yeah, rankings. He, he was point. in the preseason, and and he was on as an emergency for the, the last two games. There you go. But yeah, no. So let's get to him. So we, if you want to go to sen.com.au, oh, that's a shameless plug. A couple of weeks ago, we wrote an article going through every single out of contract player. Right. 
you can search that up and check out my Carlton thoughts, but yep. we'll go through them here. because I'm, I'm going to give them one word. Okay. One word responses. Sam Thorpe. Gone. I think I agree. Yep. A shame. He's, he's, yep. He got back into the, talented. into the team. He's talented. Played a bit on ball. Didn't look out of place. The body. The body. It's just the body. Sam Durden. Keep. I agree. One year yeah, deal. Yeah, keep. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, keep. You know what you can never have enough of? Ready-made key defenders. Yes, I agree with that. Which is why, I, and I will always cop shit for this, I still disagree with the delistings of Oscar McDonald and Levi Caswell. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. can't have enough key position depth. Yeah. Because what happens when Harry Mackay goes down uh, and fair, the only other key enough. position player on your list is 18? Fair enough. Anyway. Fair enough. Paddy Dow. I, I traded. Yeah. But it, from a selfish Carlton perspective, he gets a two-year deal. Uh, You'd be putting a two-year deal in front of him and saying, if you want, it's here. Otherwise, Yeah, at a very, 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 very base price. Yeah, you'd be, it'd be no more than like yeah. 400 total. Yeah. But it, you're offering him a two-year deal and saying, if you can't find a role somewhere else, you're yeah. welcome back here. Correct. And I think he wants that. Yeah, well, if I he, think he yeah, wants if to he, prove if, people yeah, on yeah, account. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mitch McGovern's about to sign a two-year deal. I think yep, we already that's know done. that. Our boy, Lockie Plowman. Bah. No, he, he won't be there next year, unfortunately. I think, I think Michael Voss stamped his papers about 18 months ago. Yep, that's correct. After he, uh, Was it Sosta gave him a three-year deal? Uh, I think it was Sosta gave him a three-year deal. Possibly. Fog. Yep, contract. Twel- two. Two years. One, one with a trigger? Okay, yeah, like that. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months ago, yeah. he was guaranteed delisted. Yeah, Fogarty, I like. Yep. Guaranteed delisted yeah. as as recently as three months ago. Yep. Now he's turned his form around, just like the team. Now he's best 22. Good on him. Josh Honey. Uh, will be delisted. Agreed. Yep. Silvani. I say keep. That's me. I'll repeat what I said in the article. Yes. Give the man his three-year deal yep. already. Yep. Nice and simple. Yep. Yep. Ed. Thank you. But, yeah, time to move on from Ed. Yeah. Yep. Ed, if you could please retire, we'd rather not do yep. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That kind of I think that'll be the case, yeah. Please hang up the boots so we can celebrate. Yep. yep. Cunners? Uh, yeah, contract, yeah. One-year deal? Yep, yep. I don't think you can give him a two-year deal just because nah, the way his body is. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree. And March Bank. Ooh. Ooh. That one catch you off guard? Yeah. I'm saying one year. Yep. I like Marchbank. This is the thing as well. Soft spot. I've got a soft spot for Marchie. When you think about if you're going to cut a player, you have to replace the player. Yeah. So yeah. we have currently a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to sign a free agent or two. We're probably going to grab a yep. couple of Irish yep. players. Yeah. But they're Category B rookies, so they don't, they don't even really count as list spots. If we delist five players, you've got to replace five players. So I would be keeping yeah. Marchbank and Cunningham, especially because right, right. The, the alternative is a fourth round draft pick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And exactly. the other thing is, I imagine they're going to be active in in the draft space because yes. they want picks next year. Correct. Because we've got the two uh, yep. Camparelli boys. Yep. Who are apparently are good. I wouldn't know. I don't follow yeah, the draft. Well, it's it's. Just, I mean, from year to year, you don't know. Yeah, but it's yeah. They they do look like very. You'd be, yeah, you'd have to prepare like, for it at the very yeah, least. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's all of them. Okay. 
Very interesting. If we had have done these eight weeks ago. So different. <laughs> you'd have been trading big names as well, not just those blokes. Yeah. Not just and, those and blokes who are uncontracted. Like, I feel like it's going to be a very simple off-season for the club now that De Koning has resigned. Yes. Now that McGovern has resigned and hopefully Silvani resigned. Try and find maybe a free agent, maybe. Well, they want Jade Gresham. Yeah, I think that'll happen. He kicked three and had yeah. 23 that on the weekend. Lo- that looks like it's going to happen. Uh, Only reason I support it is because it's, we're not trading anything to get it. It's exactly a free agent. Right. Beautiful. Fine. That's perfect. It's exactly what All he want. takes up is salary cap space. Go to the draft. Go Even the draft. if you're in the premiership window, I still agree. Go to the draft. That's that's how yep. I'm seeing it. I would take take two plays in the draft, yep. maybe try and get that third round pick yep. moved into next yep. year. Like it. Like that's it. it. Really? Like it. Like it. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, that's the contract scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we just going to move on to the uh, Gold Coast game? Let's look ahead as to the Gold Coast possible. game. Well, we've done kind of ins and outs for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Harry Mackay will apparently play uh, this mm. weekend and Jack Silvani will apparently play this weekend as well. I think it's a pretty simple equation. I think we will win. Uh, I don't think it will be as straightforward as many people think so. I don't think it's going to be the 10-goal margin that it was the MCG just because it's the Heritage Bank Stadium, Carrara, whatever We've had a few it. bad days on the Gold Coast. Have we ever? This is probably the best time of the year to get them though. Yeah. Up there, their season's over. We've we've got a run on too, so I think we'll win uh, by I will say seventeen points. They gave Adelaide a really good shake for three quarters. They did, and then they ran out of steam. Yep, they did the same thing uh, in Sydney against against Sydney. When was that? No, yeah, last week. Was it Sydney? Last week, yeah. At the oh, yeah, true. Sorry, yeah, yeah Adelaide yeah. and Sydney. They, they gave it. Adelaide a good run for the money. Two weeks in a row, they've given them a good shake, and they haven't been able to do it. But they did kill Brisbane three weeks ago. So let's. That's no, really no, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think Carlton will win. I think it's yeah, seven. No, points. I think we win. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, and I, I, my only worry is a slumping of the shoulders. Of we did it, we got to fifty premiership points. <laughs> We're up on the Gold Coast. It's sunny. <laughs> a bit of a one week lapse. That's my only worry. I don't think Voss is letting him do that. <laughs> Does <laughs> Doc re- play re- this re- week? Uh, if he saw, no, bring him, Boyd. Don't risk him. Conservative approach. You got bigger. We've actually got bigger fish to fry, sir. So. Couldn't have said it any better myself. We've got bigger fish to fry. Uh, speaking of bigger fish to fry, like, follow, uh, the overnight crowd on Spotify, the overnight yep. crowd on Twitter, yep, you on Twitter, yep, me on Twitter, <laughs> everyone on Twitter. <laughs> if you follow both of us on Twitter, you'll never miss a podcast. No, you won't. That you is won't. where they will be. Okay, so uh, I'm going Carlton by 17. Did you have a margin? I'll say Carlton by 20. Okay, Carlton by 20. All right, so we're in agreements with a lot of things today, Pop, yeah, which is, is good. Oh, actually, before we move along, dearie me, I forgot to say the Harry mm-hmm. Mackay scenario. Oh, God. Dearie me, we've completely we've completely let I'm this go so by the way. I'm so glad you remember that. So everybody is saying, in the, well, not everybody, but there are a lot of media experts. Our saying, CEO. Well, Hachi. Hachi, come on, man. Yeah, but he's not He's not saying – I'm not saying this because he's the CEO. I'm not saying – but. He, it's not as though he's saying Carlton is better without Harry Mackay. Uh, it, 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 that's that's the argument I'm looking down. When, when people say, oh, the Carlton forward line's better without Harry Mackay. It's complete. Have they watched Charlie? Get it's a complete fallacy. Double team for two. I don't know. Where, they think that because of the winning results yeah. that, oh, the forward line's just functioning better with him. No. No. I actually think if Charlie, if, if Harry was in the team the last two to three weeks, Carlton would have won by an extra two or three goals. Yeah, because Wilkie and Battle couldn't sit in front of Charlie. Exactly. Because May and Lever couldn't sit in front exactly. of Charlie. Exactly. Charlie wouldn't have to leave the fifty every single time to get some space. Thank you. It's it's Thank it's you. not rocket science. It is not that hard. Also, 
Charlie Kane missed three years with an injury. Exactly. What happens if he goes down tomorrow and we have just traded Harry Mackay? Is Harry Levy playing? I am sick to death of this argument. They're using a two to three week sample size to suggest that because Carlton is on a winning run, that that means they are better off without Harry Mackay. Yeah. Ask Michael Voss that. And to be fair, Hutchie's argument was not that Carlton is better off without him, is that Melbourne has the assets to maybe trade Yes, him. yes, yes, yes. It was, exactly I think right. Luke Hodge made the argument yeah. that, oh, maybe Carlton's better, but... Which we know... Hodgie, come on, mate. Will not happen. No! Will not happen. Obviously not. Will not happen. One, there's no chance of him trading him. Exactly. Two, we're better with him in Correct. every situation. Exactly. Three, it's, it's honestly just a waste of space. I agree. I completely agree. And I've been very disappointed in some very, very, very good media pundits. Name well, I've been I was very disappointed in Nathan Buckley giving it air. Yeah. I didn't like Comparing that. Comparing it to Brody Grundy? I didn't like that, no. I didn't like it at all. Didn't like it at Come all. Come on. I don't, I don't, it, 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 do your research. Watch the game properly. And I'm not saying that, that but it, it just seemed that it was a very, very off-the-cuff call. Yep. without looking deeper into it. You can't. There's no comparison to Brody Grundy. No. There's just and, none. And it, Carlton is better for Harry Mackay in the team. Enough is enough. Even if it wasn't, let's just say it's Levi Caswell and not Harry Mackay. We'd be, you need two key forwards. You need two. We just happen to have two of the best six key forwards in the AFL. All so AFL, you keep them. Mate, all AFL premiership teams have two key, two gun key forwards. That's it. The argument's done, Pond. I'm not even going well, to give it any no more argument. airtime. There's no, no there, there is no argument. There actually is no it's argument. Honestly, I'm glad we did this at the very end. Yes. Because it's a waste of time. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. So, for those thinking about it and thinking that Carlton's better without Harry Mackay, don't think it. No. Uh, what you can think about, though, is uh, giving this a good rating on Spotify, the yes. overnight crowd. Make sure you go and uh, do that. And, uh, well, I guess we'll see you all next week, if not the week after. And I want to finals, Pond. I'm not saying it until. <laughs> I mean, oh, come my on. lid is off. Come on. I think you can tell by I'm this not episode. Having any, nah, my I'm lid not is ha- off. I'm having none of that. But I'm not using the F word just yet. No, come on. Go, boys. Finals.